0: in a new studio, this is the Level Down Games Podcast. Welcome home. For the uninitiated, the LDG Podcast is a weekly midnight society meeting amongst the crew at Level Down Games. I, of course, am your host, Brian, and joining me on the show this evening, host of the Media Files every single Friday, sometimes even twice a week like this week when I screw things up. It's Kyle. Hello. Good evening. Yes. Brian. Yes, we are here. We're back with another episode of the LDG podcast. Special shout out to Midnight Playtime and Neon Dan over on Twitter at Neon Dan TV for providing the music to the Lowdown Games podcast. Go check him out over on Twitter and hit up his Bandcamp at midnightplaytime.bandcamp.com to listen to more really excellent synthwave vibes. Uh, Kyle, as we transition into what's new with you. Before we start talking about the game that we're, because we're only talking about one game this week, I haven't had a chance to play video games this week. If you've listened to any of our podcasts or checked out the new release or let over on the YouTube channel or anything like that, you'll obviously know what's been going on in my life. Uh, I'm not going to get into it here again because I don't want to keep talking about it. And it makes me sad. Like I'm still depressed, so I don't really want to keep bringing it up. But I'm in a new studio. Um, things are going well, I guess for, I guess as well as they could be, right? Like everything's set up down here. Everything's working. My main monitor broke. That's unfortunate, but I do want to give a shout out. Yeah, that's a big, I want to give a shout out to Joe the Chode, loyal listener, loyal LDG member, uh, sending me a monitor that he's no longer using. So I am super appreciative of that. I want to give him a a shout out on the air. But I also, before we talk about Psychonauts too, I want to give a shout out to the delivery drivers that dropped off the washing machine that Justin purchased. The guy, uh, my friend that I'm living with, he bought a new washing machine because the one was literally the day I, I moved in, it broke. Uh, and it wasn't my fault. Thank God. <laughs> but he bought a new one and, uh, they came in and they're like, Oh, you do podcasting. And we started talking about the content. They're going to listen. They're going to check it out. So, so shout, yeah, out they to, are. shout out hell to, shout out to the yeah, Best Buy delivery drivers who dropped off the, uh, What's the who delivery dropped voice? off the washer to us this week. Uh, We smoked a bowl outside of weed before they left. (laughs) They were super cool dudes, man. They were super cool dudes. Uh, So shout out to those guys as well. But yeah, things are going okay here. Like, you know, I'm living, I'm renting out Justin's basement. Um, It is a bigger living space than what I had previously in the other basement. Um, You know, I don't have, like, a separate bedroom, I guess, at this point, and I don't have a separate studio, but I could. Like, there's a room that I'm looking at that if I cleaned out, I could make a studio, but I don't think I need to. Like... You'll see I'm going to actually do like a a studio tour video, I think, for the YouTube channel once I have everything like set up and put together and it looks nicer down here than it because it still looks kind of messy down here. I'm not going to lie. I've been kind of lazy this week. I've really honestly been working to get our podcast caught back up. Thankfully, we're all caught back up as a time of recording, but um, things will come together here. I'm potentially starting a job next week. So we're going to have to figure out the scheduling, but things are going OK. Things are going OK over here. But I've not had time. One, one day, day at a time, Maybe That's all you can do. I've not had time to put any time into video games this week. But that's where you come in, Kyle, because you have been playing the game that I wanted to play this week. And that's Psychonauts 2. I went back and looked. This was number one on my Thunderdome list. I'm not actually. surprised. Like you were super, yeah. super hyped for this game.
1: And I'm still super hyped about this game. I think this was a worthy number one for a Thunderdome list uh, for this year. I think that not enough people have been looking forward to this game. I was a big fan of the original Psychonauts back on, I think I played it on PS2. But at any rate, I have played it on PS2. I played it again on PC. I think I own it on Steam also. And played it a couple years ago again. And just loved it. It I was mean, a great game. Just it was a great charming, game back
0: like it came out what two thousand five ish, so like I think yeah, two thousand five, so yeah. For that time, like you know the PS two, Xbox, it was on the Xboxes. I think I played it on the Xbox. Um, it was a pr- yeah, it, it definitely it was, was a an Xbox, pretty yep. good platforming game back when, like you know, platformers were dominated really by Nintendo back then,
1: and really good mechanics in terms of like. Unique levels unique themes going into this game diving into people's minds and seeing the inside of somebody's consciousness or thought processes
0: really it cool deals ideas with, it deals and with this like game, mental health and, and shit like that too so like it does. it's always it's it always does. in fact to when you for start a reason.
1: When you start up the game for the first time, it says, Before we begin, we want to let you know that this deals a lot with things like depression, PTSD, everything uh, I suffer from. (laughs) If any of these, yeah, if any of these are trigger warnings or like, you know, if, if these are going to affect you, be warned. We talk about these, we go into these, and there are artistic depictions of these in this game. One of the other things it says is dentophobia the fear Ooh, of teeth
0: dentophobia.
1: and it says if you have dentophobia and boy does that start early in the game there are some very weird teeth scenes very early on in the game is the fear but... of dentists right yes yeah uh, well, i mean it's it right. starts so, real so... early there's oh, lots man, of teeth. that's crazy so it's it's just this really really neat game it picks up i think like a day after the original Psychonauts ends and it and it makes a joke about how we're almost 2 day 2 decades after that game there's a part where you actually in somebody's mind go back to one of the spots from the original oh, Psychonauts really? game and the yeah and the lead character Raz he goes Wow, I haven't been here in well, a couple days. <laughs> you know, like right. you think he's gonna yeah. say sixteen years or whatever it is, you know, because well it's a couple days. But uh I mean it's it's funny, it does kinda it does kinda dance around that a little bit. It is so much fun. They did a really, really fantastic job of very quickly reintroducing the powers that you gained in the first Psychonauts. Things like telekinesis, clairvoyance, uh, pyrokinetics. You You can do a lot of these things very early in the game. It teaches you how to use them and then just sets you free. It's not open world. It's very kind of
0: focused. But if you like collectathons, I think that's good. This, for this is kind of game though. Like I don't think this should be. An oh yes, absolutely. Game. This is the mother
1: of all collectathons, right? Banjo Kazooie. There, there are things everywhere to pick oh, up. Oh, That's exciting. There are different currencies that you can use. There are different little, yeah. There, there are figments of imagination. There are just these things that you pick up and you collect. There are. Uh, puns everywhere by the way everything is a pun to something else uh the the cafe at the institute that you're at is called the noodle bar and it's like it's a brain in a bowl right um you can pick up you pick up half a mind and if you get two of those then your life increases uh little things like that all over the place tons of puns but just very very charming the writing is very good the voice acting it's fully, completely voice acted, all it of that done It should be good. It's Tim Schaefer. Come
0: on now. It's got to be good. It is. It's Tim Shafer yeah. It's Double
1: Fine, and it's exactly what you would expect out of them. Polished like you wouldn't believe. I've had no bugs so far. I will say that because the graphics are hearkening back to the graphics of the original Psychonauts, don't expect like an Xbox series X graphic style game. That's not what it's going for here. They do almost kind of look like claymation characters a lot of the time. And that's fine. They're trying to remind you of what the original game looked like, but it still looks great the whole time you're in it. There are some very, very trippy sequences where you're, you're running on the floor and then all of a sudden the floor is now the wall and now you're on the wall and you're running on that wall and now you're on the ceiling. And so there's some really cool trippy sequences like that. Diving into people's minds and seeing their thought process, you can you can change people's minds about certain things by connecting thoughts together. And if they have associations, like they may they may believe that going somewhere is a bad idea, you change their mind. So you you have to go in and find the thought about going somewhere, and then make that a good idea. Instead. That's kind of neat. And then that will it is very very neat it's a really really cool concept for for diving into these people's minds and and doing some cool stuff and then on top of that it talks about how that's not okay it's not okay to go into people's minds and try to per, um like force them or or persuade them to do things without their consent that gets brought up too and so it's very thorough but really really well done i'm i'm a few hours into it, I have no idea how long this game is. I don't think I'm anywhere near the end currently, but I'm really excited to be playing it, man. How this long is, to this beat says
0: 13 hours?
1: Just... OK, if you so if you comp- I and that's still don't just main think story. I'm-
0: main extras is 18 hours. Completionist is 25 hours. Yeah, I think I think main extras is like probably you, that's right. That's that's more along the lines usually where, where I end up doing to, is like main plus a little extras, yeah. but not everything. I don't do everything. Exactly. Sometimes I do, but not
1: always. Exactly. Yeah, I'll do some of the side quests. Won't do all of them. Uh, but the side quests are so much fun, too. You get to talk to the different people that are there at the Institute and they're always
0: saying something funny. It's just great, it's just yeah, I'm a looking lot forward to jumping into it. I actually might do that. You and I were talking a little bit before we hit record. I might actually, because I have some time tonight, uh try to get like an hour or two into it just to start experiencing it because I know we talked a little bit about it. I think it was either last week or the week before on the show. um i wanna and and I know they happened relatively quickly. I'm ready for those trippy moments, dude, like I'm ready to just get high and absorb absorb oh, the atmosphere of what they're creating it starts right off the bat (laughs) that's what i mean so like i'm just like i'm excited to really play this game i am and and i'm so glad that it's been doing well like critically and you know it's blowing up on open critic it's it's doing so well dude like i'm glad because i was wanting this game to do good well it's and it is on game
1: pass if you have game pass you just download it and you play it man and it's it's absolutely worth your time
0: I think even if you don't have Game Pass it's probably still worth like I don't know how much this retails for without Game Pass but I think it retails $49.99 I could be wrong based on the reviews though I think that's a fair price like this is a good game so like even even if you even if you don't have access to Game Pass first of all what are you doing get Game Pass second of all play Psychonauts 2 (laughs) oh man what a short what's new with you we're not even at the we barely hit the 10 minute mark of the podcast and we're already like done with what's new with you. Well, that's what happens. That's how it that's goes. Sometimes, that's what happens.
1: Man. Sometimes not a yeah, lot new times, you, you know? It's
0: nothing new. And that's what I said last week. There might be a little bit of adjusting period where the podcasts are a little shorter. So that's gonna happen. Price check it is fifty nine ninety nine. Okay. And I think that's a fair price. Like I th- yeah, I think that's a I fair price too. for this game. I think that's
1: yeah. For a game like this, very Especially well. Especially if you're able to get twenty
0: well five ish hours out of it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally oh, worth yeah. that price. But, uh, yeah, that's it for the what's new with you. So let's jump to a little Sean Waltman lightning round. One, two, Kyle, we got a couple interesting things to talk about this week. I'm excited a few about a few of these stories. Um, there's some good new games I think that we're gonna talk about here and then we're gonna talk some more Xbox Game Pass edition, speaking of Game Pass there with uh, Psychonauts 2, so uh, we'll put 10 minutes on the clock, lightning round begins right now Atari and developers Adam Vision Studios and Sneaky Box have announced Centipede Recharged for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One Nintendo Switch, PC and Atari VCS it will launch on September 29th the original bug-blasting arcade game is back Centipede Recharged has been recharged Reimagined for modern gameplay with vibrant visuals designed for modern screens, a 16 by 9 field of play, and an original soundtrack from award-winning video game composer Megan McDuffie, which is super exciting. She did the soundtrack to River City Girls*, which was fucking banging. Aim for a high score in the old school arcade mode and earn bragging rights with your name at the top of the leaderboard or test your skills and rank on the boards in one of 30 intensely creative challenges, which twist the gameplay in new and exciting ways. A dozen new power ups can give you an edge by introducing abilities like screen clearing explosions, rail guns, and even slowing down time. Every mode mode and level is playable in local co-op mode with a friend. Um, I think I'm going to get this. I think I will absolutely pick this up. I was a big fan of the original Centipede Arcade game. And then after seeing the trailer, it rem- this reimagining or recharged version, whatever you want to call it, reminds me a lot of Geometry Wars. And I think Ooh. this game looks really dope. And I like then uh, I think you would Geometry, Geometry Wars, Wars a lot. Because it looks very similar.
1: Man, I might have to look into this too then. Inti Creates has announced Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger IX2. For PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, it'll launch on January 27th, 2022. Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger IX released back in September 2019 and Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger IX 2 is its direct sequel. This new game takes the original speedy and stylish 2D action gameplay to the next level as Copen rips through enemies with his new break shift form. His new destructive capabilities make the high speed action more satisfying than ever. Experience a new apex of cutting edge 2D
0: action with Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger IX 2. We watched this trailer. I posted it in Discord. This game looks dope, dude. Yep. Like it, it uh, very, very Mega Man, right? Right? Mega like Man? O- yeah. Almost like Mega Man X-ish. And I think that's the point. That's why they're emphasizing the X. Like the the listeners can't see it, but when you said experience a new apex, I literally copied and pasted from the press release. The X of Apex is and Yeah, the X exactly. Is capitalized, so I, I think yeah. they're like making an emphasis to draw comparisons to Mega Man X, X2, X3, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, this game looks great. And I I didn't even... I've not played the original. Like, that flew under my radar. So, I kind of want to pick it up and play it before this one comes out because this one looks phenomenal. I really
1: like Mega Man. I like Mega Man X a lot. I, I mean... This is a game that I will probably play. Uh,
0: Thunderful Publishing and developer Chua Labs, or Chua Hua? Chua? Something like that. Chua Labs have announced Curse to Golf, a roguelike golf adventure game for Nintendo Switch and PC. It will launch in 2022. Play as the cursed golfer trapped in golf purgatory after a freak accident takes you out as you're about to take the winning shot of an international tournament. Legend says that playing through the devious courses across golf purgatory will get you back to the land of the living and, more importantly, to the trophy you are about to win. Each course is governed by a ghostly legendary caddy who will tutor you in the mystical ways of golf to aid you on your quest for redemption and revival. I love this, like, modern take on RPGs or roguelikes or action adventures or whatever yeah. that are blending sports into it. Sports story. Uh, which, where, which, where the fuck is that? Uh, curse to golf. Um, what there's another, uh, golf club wasteland just came out the day we're recording this podcast. Yep. Uh, bat boy. We talked about that recently. Like, yeah, I love this like retro inspired. Let's do a cool game, but mix it with sports. I really like this.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm in on something like this. I think this looks right up my alley in terms of gameplay. I love roguelites. I love golf games. Uh, I don't I don't let golf games get by me very often. This is a game I will pick up and play. And it looks. You know what it looks like. It almost looks like.
0: Oh man, I can't think of who the protagonist of this let me, game. Let looks me look like at him again. I mean, Hang on. Let me look at him because I I think I had the same thought. Yep, Cave Story. Yep, that's what I'm yep. thinking of. And I wonder. No, I don't. I was gonna say I wonder if, what schwa Chuhua Labs have uh, have worked on before, but this is their not first game. Uh, they did Carve, Snowboarding, Whitewater, Wipeout, Hollow. Oh, they did Halloween Forever. Okay, I've played oh. that. That's on Switch. I've played that. It's like a little, uh, okay. like a little retro platforming Halloween game. It's kind of cool. That's kind of exciting.
1: Yeah. Nintendo has announced Big Brain Academy, Brain vs. Brain for Switch. It will launch on December 3rd. Take on a series of brain-bending activities that test your mental metal in Big Brain Academy Brain vs. Brain for the Nintendo Switch system. Play a wide variety of activities, like memorizing a series of numbers, identifying an animal as it slowly comes into focus, or helping guide a train to its goal in fun, fast activities. Go brain-to-brain with friends and family in four-player matches, to see who gets the highest score. Everyone can play together at varying difficulties, so a kid can hold their own against an adult in this battle of the brains. My kids would never be able to don't play with me Nintendo. You would I would stomp smash your kids, dude. <laughs> my kids
0: stomp. They're so stupid. I would <laughs> smash them. Did you ever play the Big Brain Academy games or like Brain Age stuff back on the I've DS? I've never played any of them, and I know I let. I know they're fun. They yeah, I've were never played them. Super fun. They were super fun. I really used to get into Brain Age a lot. Um I probably will pick up Big Brain Academy, but I'm curious. I need to look into it more to find out if this is more like a multiplayer focused Big Brain Academy because that's what it almost seems like. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, but yeah, but I wonder how brain, much you yeah. could do as a solo player. Like I need to find that out because this is something that I am eager to check out. I used to love those games on the DS. And I think they would be just as good on the switch. Like I could see them doing really well on there. So I think this is a good move. I think this is a good IP to bring back for the switch or the switch Two or whatever. You know what I mean? Like if they're going to do hybrid consoles going forward, like if the switch Two is coming next year or the year after, this is a good franchise to bring back for that. And then 10 dogs would be too. Like I'm surprised they haven't brought that back yet. Oh, boy, Nintendo. September's free games are now available on both Microsoft and Sony platforms on Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. Battle the Chaos Gods and their horde of bestiaries in Warhammer Chaos Bane and embark on an epic quest in Mulaka. And then on their classic lineup, available via backward compatibility on Xbox 360, Fight Among the Stars with the Zone of the Enders HD Collection and Clash Blades in the classic Fighter Samurai Showdown 2. Over on PlayStation 5, users can download Overcooked, all-you-can-eat, and on PlayStation Four, you'll be able to download Hitman Two and Predator Hunting Grounds. Microsoft always makes theirs like more exciting in terms of the wordage that they use, and I literally copied and pasted yeah. this week. I didn't rewrite anything. <laughs> so like, Sony's is all blah because they just put out a press release and here's what's available. <laughs> um, not a not a great month, right? Like, ugh. Yeah. For either, yeah. I you know, Overcooked, Overcooked is, is awesome if
1: you don't already have it. Everybody yep. already what has it though. What
0: is Mulaka was like a like a voxel art 3D yeah. adventure. Yeah, I see that. Okay. Got very positive reviews on Steam like three years ago. Hmm.
1: Huh. Yeah, I, I don't remember what the reviews were on it. I just remember it yeah, kind of looking... Yeah, like that voxel
0: style that you'd never really get I don't into know. that much. Not Not um, like something I would immediately jump into, but... I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's anything I would, like, honestly, the only thing that was is remotely exciting for me this month is Overcooked, and I, I think, obviously, Hitman 2 is phenomenal, and if you've never right. played Hitman 2, and this is the new Hitman 2, like, this is not the old Hitman 2, like, this is the newer one, so, check it out if you've never played it. PlayStation Now and Xbox Game Pass
1: are getting new additions for PS Now. They'll be adding 6 final fantasy games over the course of the next five months starting with final fantasy 7 and going through final fantasy 12 the zodiac age for xbox game pass last thursday they added craftopia on pc and console as well as final fantasy 13 signs of the sojourner and surgeon simulator 2 which i have to download and get into super excited about that today Crown Trick releases on PC and console, and then on Thursday, Breath Edge releases on PC and console, as does
0: Nuclear Throne and, Brian, The Artful, Brian, Escape, the Artful Escape. Oh, man, we're going to talk more about that in the new release for lap. but I can't wait for The Artful Escape. That game looks dope, dude. Looks real Hell sick. Hell is freezing over, Kyle, because Sony is hosting the PlayStation Showcase 2021 this week on Thursday, September 9th Woo. at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Not, not state a state of play. of play. And I think that's important to note is that this is not a state of play. So I think we should get hyped for this, right? Like, I think I think this is a hype-worthy so. showcase. The 40-minute broadcast... Rumors yes. abound. Go the ahead. The 40-minute broadcast ahead. will feature a look into the future of PlayStation 5... Including updates from PlayStation Studios and some of the industry's most imaginative developers for games releasing this holiday. That's important to note. This holiday and beyond. A post-show will feature updates from some of the studio teams featured in the showcase. The broadcast will not feature any information about the next generation of PlayStation VR. However, um, yeah, I mean, rumors abound for God of War Ragnarok to. to show up here. Like we have to see something on. We have to see, probably. We'll probably see a little bit on Forbidden West. We'll probably see a trailer for Ragnarok. We'll probably see something on Gran Turismo. Um, But I want to know what's this holiday. Like, we talked about it last week. And, you know, I just put that episode, I should say last week's episode, the episode literally posted the day we're recording this podcast. But on episode 211 of the LDG podcast, we talked about, like, how Sony has nothing after, well, after last month. Like, they literally have nothing else left on their schedule until Horizon Forbidden West in February. So, if they're going to make it through the holiday season with Microsoft, you know, swinging left and right and pulling out all these punches and doing everything pretty good, then they're going to need something. And as we talked about, they can't survive on the director's cut of Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> they they can't. Um, and, you know what? I need to
1: get back into God of War. Yeah, you need to do that before Ragnarok comes out next year. I got like 10 hours
0: into it and I loved game. it and then stopped because it's a other totally games were coming out. badass game, dude. Um, yeah, it, it, it was awesome. depending on what happens, because there's like a 90 percent chance that I start a new job this coming up week. Um, however, I am currently vehicleless, So this weekend I have to take care of that situation first. And if I can't take care of that situation, then I can't actually go to the job that I got today. <laughs> so there's one of two things are going to happen. I'm either going to be reacting live to this on Thursday at four o'clock Eastern or I'll do it when I get home. Uh, Either way, I'm going to put up a reaction video to this. I will for sure be tuning in. And then we didn't I didn't structure this one, Kyle, but there is something that I wanted to mention that you can go ahead and take if you if you remember it. But uh, you can close us out if you remember this one. Oh yeah, the
1: Chinese government is going to start limiting students in China. Anybody under the age of eighteen to only three hours of online gaming per week. One hour on Friday, one on Saturday, and one on how Sunday.
0: Fucking bananas, dude! Like, oh my god! Like, how crazy is that? It's it's pretty like- wild. In a, in a video game market that has been somewhat booming in China, like video games have been doing very well there lately. And all of a sudden now, what is it? It's under the age of 18, right? I think it's 18 and under. Yeah, I think it's under the age of 18. You can only play for three hours. That's mind blowing, dude. Yeah, it's I insane. I can see how it could be managed because there are weeks like this week where I've played less than three hours of video games in a week. But on a given week, I don't know. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I don't know that I would either. And what I was think the reasoning? I'm trying to remember. Like, I know that they said there was a reason, but it was a stupid reason. I think it's just kids are playing a hell yeah, of a lot of video games. Bro, stupid fucking reason. Like, who cares? Let them play video games. They're kids. I play video games. I'm an adult. Man, three hours. Yeah, a week. And not even. And not even Can consecutively. To... One hour on Friday, one hour on Saturday, one hour on Sunday.
1: Imagine trying to play Persona Five. Three yeah, hours a week. Yeah, it would take
0: you how many? A year. 125 hours. Divided by three. 41 yeah, weeks. 40 weeks. 42, 42 weeks. 42 weeks. Yeah. Would take you a fucking year. Almost a year. To beat one game. Un- totally unreal. bananas. Release date roundup to close us out. Toem, a photo adventure. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, it releases on September 17th. Me too. The Legend of Tian Ding releases on October 27th. Demon Gaze Extra releases on December 9th. To the Moon 3, Imposter Factory releases on September 30th. Soul Cresta releases on December 9th. And Crisis Remastered Trilogy releases on October 15th. I didn't see any major delays. I didn't know there was a To the there Moon is. 2. To the Moon 2 is called <sighs> Forever something? To the Moon 2. A bird story. Nope, that's not it. Finding Paradise. Finding yep. Paradise. Finding Paradise is To The Moon 2. Okay, yeah. how about that? That's To The Moon 2. Uh, great game. Both games, phenomenal. And two of the most emotional games I have ever played. Like, oh yeah, number yeah, one the is wild. The first game is so fucking sad. The second game is pretty fucking sad too. I imagine Imposter Factory is going to be just as sad. And the the guy who makes these games, it's all made by one dude. Uh, Ken something is his name. Uh, to the Moon. I just want to give him a shout out. Ken, what is his name? Ken Jiang. Nope, that's Over the Moon. You watched that, didn't you? Yeah, I was about to say. That's the that's to the, actor. the Moon game. Free yeah, why games. isn't he given his name? Oh, well. Um, Laura Shigihara does the soundtrack. I know that. Ken Gal. Or Can Gal. That's why it's not Ken, it's Can. Can Gal is the uh the maker of the game? i guess it's more than one person but he did like he wrote the game himself he designed most of the stuff himself there's he used a couple different artists for like pixel art and stuff but he did a majority of this game himself the original two and he made them all an rpg maker yeah i was about to say yeah i think yeah, there are so i imagine games. this one will be too so uh that's pretty dope but yeah and i also didn't see any major delays this week so we don't have any delays to talk about in the sean woman lightning round so that's good news i guess But uh, yeah, that's the end of the lightning round for this week. This is Kyle. And one day you can be too. Every Friday, I host what is soon to be your favorite podcast,
1: The Media Files. Me and one of my best friends talk about pop culture happening so that you don't look like an uncultured swine during those boring water cooler conversations. Laughs are shared, tears are cried, and sometimes we have really interesting special guests that you might be familiar with. Download the media files wherever you download podcasts and remember
0: be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later. You know what that music means, Kyle? It is time to talk some video games that are releasing over the next couple of days and we've got a full schedule. Quite yeah, a week we got it a is. A full schedule. This is a great week, dude. And this is not again, as we usually say on the podcast, this is not it. In terms of the games that are coming out, make sure you head on over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash level down games to catch the video version of the new release roulette because there are more games than this coming out this week we have to go over last week's results before we get to these games though I'm live checking as I keep forgetting to check these stupid scores before we click record song of iron was first I guessed it would come in at a 77 Kyle you put five on that going over there are five reviews on open critic but we don't have an aggregate yet that's kind of weird let's see here one reviews a six one reviews a seven point two one review is a five, one review is an eight, and one review, another view. So they have two eights, a five, a seven, two, and a six. So basically a five, six, seven, eight, eight. All over the place. Uh, that would probably come out to somewhere six. in the high sixes, low sevens, yeah. But we can't give it official because it's not an open critic. I can't make my own up. Uh, so no points there. The big con was next. I guessed it would come in at an 81. You did not guess on this one. That's probably good. Based on 17 reviews, 72 the official top critic average. So I was a bit off on the big con. And that's unfortunate. I thought that game was going to do well. Um, oh, man. You got lucky here. Lake, I guess it would come out of 67. You put 10 on that going over. Based on 10 reviews, 69. The official top critic average. <laughs> Giggity goo. <laughs> I knew it was going to be in the 60s, dude. I knew it was going to yeah. be in the 60s. Because I played the demo. And I knew it was janky. And I had a feeling they weren't going to fix much before the game came out. And, I, and they didn't. So I just undershot it. 69, you know, I don't usually like to guess 69. But oh well. You get uh, 20 points on that one. So at least you uh, at least you nice. got something. Kataria Fables was next. I guessed it would come in at a 78. You put five on that going under. Based on 11 reviews, oof. 67, the official top critic average. Yeah, this one's not doing well. Apparently it's slow yeah. as heck. and yeah, I remember you were not excited for it in the least. Um, nope. But you earned yourself another 10 points there because it did come under that 78. And then Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous was last. I guessed it would come in at an 82. Kyle, you put 10 on that going dead on. Based on 13 reviews, 84. The official top critic average. So I was close. Yeah, doing I was doing pretty close. Well. The game doing better than I thought it would. And that's good. Like, I wanted this game to do good because it looks really fucking good. Like, this is a game I want to play eventually. I don't know when, but I want to play it eventually. So... Uh, but yeah, you earned yourself what? Thirty points total. So not too shabby for last week. You got all your Sevian back. And got all, my, yeah, got all, all my your seven back. back. You'll be able to pick the game of the week this week out of these six jam-packed games. And of course, player the PP at the end of the show. Uh <laughs> game number one <laughs> coming on Tuesday. Just, just wait. waiting for that, just, man. Just, just, That's the only reason P at the end of the show. Well, here to play Game the number TV. one coming on Tuesday to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. It is Sonic Colors Ultimate. The evil Dr. Eggman has built an interstellar amusement park, but he's powering it with a captured alien race called Wisps. Use Sonic Speed to free the Wisps and gain their amazing powers as you explore six colorful, unique worlds. Sonic Colors was an okay game when it originally came out back in the day. I don't know how much I care to replay it. I may, someday, but I don't think it'll be anytime soon. Yeah, not probably not what I'm going to probably something I'll sit on for a little bit. Maybe pick it up when it's on sale or something. I wouldn't mind, you know, burning through it. I like the Sonic games usually, even though some of them are pretty bad, but I usually like them. Uh, Game number two coming on Thursday to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. It is Blood Rain Betrayal Fresh Bites, and I'm excited for this. Original developer WayForward upgrades its 2011 classic with new voice acting by Laura Bailey and Troy Baker, sharpened visuals, and rebalanced gameplay. Run, jump, cut, and feed your way through a massive underground castle to confront Rain's father at the behest of the Brimstone Society. Blood Rain was always a game that I was super into back in the day. And this is like. I've never played a Blood Rain game. Um, and this is like a, a, a retro take on it, right? Like, it, it looks, it's way forward, and you know what to expect when you think way forward. I mean, sure. Shantae, right? Like, that kind of stuff. So, it's that mixed with Blood Rain, and it's a fucking good game. So, I probably will pick this up. Maybe on Switch. I don't know. Game number three. We already talked about it earlier. Coming on Thursday to PC and Xbox Series, and it will be playable through Xbox Game Pass. It's The Artful Escape. On the eve of his first performance, Francis Vendetti battles with the, legis- with the legacy of a dead folk legend and the cosmic wanderings of his own imagination. Francis, a teenage guitar prodigy, sets out on a psychedelic, multi-dimensional journey to inspire his stage persona. And when we say psychedelic, we mean psychedelic. This game looks so fucking rad, dude.
1: This game looks super rad, super wacky, and I'm... I, man, I'm really into this game. I'm really excited for it, and it's also should be said, got a crazy good, crazy voice cast good voice as well. cast.
0: It's going to be a phenomenal soundtrack, and the customization that you're able to make your character Francis look like, like the customization is bananas, dude. There are so many costumes, so many wigs, so many customization abilities that you can you can make this character look like anything you want to. Like the lead
1: character is being played by uh, Michael Johnston. I believe is his name. He's an actor that's been on, like, some MTV shows. He was on Teen Wolf, I believe. Uh, but then also Lena Headey, Jason Schwartzman, Mark Strong, Carl Weathers. All in this voice cast.
0: Huge voice cast. Super cool. Gonna be really excited. Good As is this one here. Game number four coming on Friday to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Xbox One. I know you're excited about this, Kyle. Life is strange. True colors. Alex Jen hides her curse, the psychic power of empathy, the ability to absorb the strong emotions of others. When her brother dies in a so-called accident, Alex must embrace her power to find the truth. And yeah, you said you weren't going to be in town this Friday. I'm not, dude. I'm I'm leaving
1: on, I'm leaving like midway through the week. I don't come home till Sunday. I'm not going to be able to jump into this for like a week after probably. Uh, But also it should be pointed out that if you get the deluxe edition then you also have the Life is Strange remastered, which is coming out at the end uh, or yeah, the beginning January. of next year.
0: It was supposed to be the same day, or no, same month. I think it was supposed to be like the end of this month, right? And then they delayed it. So, right. And this is also our Thunderdome Q three winner. It was thanks to uh, Sean who picked this over Lost Judgment. Should have been should have been Lost Judgment. <laughs> How dare you? Game number five coming on Friday to Nintendo Switch. It is WarioWare, Get It Together. Wario is back in the world of micro games, literally. Take on over 200 quick and quirky micro games, lightning-fast minigames filled with frantic fun, solo or with a friend. When his latest hair-brained business scheme goes awry, Wario must use his signature style and smell to fix it. How? By playing a twisted collection of micro games, of course. From assembling a robot to pulling out a statue's armpit hair, the WarioWare Get It Together game is a comedic, cooperative micro game mashup. And I will pick this up for sure. I love these games. Yeah. Oh, there's so much. I don't know if I'll be able to buy it on Friday because I'm not going to lie, since I moved and since I'm not doing Amazon Flex because I don't have a car anymore, I'm just watching my bank account dwindle as I spend money. Yeah, as you like, should be. It's just going away and there's it's not being replenished. <laughs> so I'm a little scared and I probably won't be buying games until I know that I'm financially secure again. But for now, I want to get this game eventually. I really do. It'll be fun. And then of course, on Friday, game number six, the one I'm most excited about this week, Coming to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Xbox One, it is Tales of Arise. For 300 years, Arena has ruled over the planet Donna, pillaging the planet of its resources and stripping people of their dignity and freedom. Our tale begins with two people born on different worlds looking to change their fate and create a new future. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this game, obviously, for a long time. It's my wallpaper on my PC. There's a demo currently available. I highly recommend checking it out. I think this game's going to be good. I really do. Like, yeah, this, one's this is game, definitely yeah. the the one that, like, if I can only afford to get one game this week because Artful Escapes on Game Pass, I'd probably pick up Tales of Arise. So that's probably what I would go with. But those are our six games coming out. You need those open credit guesses. For Sonic Colors Ultimate, let's go with a 76. For Blood Rain, let's go with a 73. For The Artful Escape, let's go with an 83. For Life is Strange True Colors, let's go with an 82. For WarioWare, let's go with a 77. And for Tales of Arise, let's go with an 81. Five points. Five points The Artful Escape over. Five
1: points Life is Strange True Colors over. Okay, so Artful Escape, 5 points over the 83. Life is Strange True Colors, 5 points over the 82. Warrior wear, get it together, 10 points over 77. And Tales of Arise, 10 points over 81. I like it. I hope you're right, dude. I'm going over on right. all of them. I hope they
0: are good. Like, I hope all of these games... That would put all of them probably solidly in, like, the mid-80s this week. And that would be a phenomenal week for video games. Yeah, yeah. what a great And week. again, there's more coming out. Like, if I look at the, the new release roulette script that I need to record later to get the video versions, like, this is the week of NBA 2K22 as well. Also comes out on Friday. Okay. Um, that Lost in Random game That I think EA is publishing That also comes oh, yeah. out on Friday yeah. um, A visual novel Like one of one of those Ultimate Olympia Soiree That comes out on Thursday Like there's a lot of games Coming out this week It's a pretty good week of gaming So um, I hope all these games do well But for now Kyle you have to pick One of these six What is our pick of the week
1: This week My pick this week of course, is Sonic Colors Ultimate? I'm just kidding. Nah, it's Life is Strange: True Colors. The, the, the other, other colors, colors not, game, it's not Sonic Colors. True Colors. Yeah. Nope. True Colors. Nope. True Colors.
0: The truest colors. Life is Strange. Man, uh, so excited. So excited for. I love the Life is Strange Here's games. the thing. Like, I don't know how this game is going to score. So, like, if you look on Open Critic for Life is Strange reviews, they usually get reviews per episode. This is a complete game when it releases. So, I think the scores might reflect that. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But I think it could be scored a little bit differently because it's not episodic. So we'll see. I think so. What's your pick of the week this week? Life is strange. True colors. Kyle, we have something interesting to talk about this week because we found out last week that Horizon Forbidden West was going to be delayed until February. And then this week, we found out that there is no upgrade option if you buy Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation 4. Like, if you've been unfortunate enough not to get a PlayStation 5 yet, which there are still several out there that have not gotten lucky. Like... I still see the same people tweeting on Twitter. Like, you know, any anytime Sony Direct or, you know, Wario's always tweeting out stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the guy from oh well, who was that other guy that I followed? I unfollowed him because I got my consoles, but I don't remember. There was another guy that tweets stuff out too. Like they're all still out there and they're all still trying to help people get consoles. So I know people are still struggling to get PlayStation 5's and Xbox either Series S's. Well, the series S is easier to get than the X, but either way, the PlayStation 5 is relatively challenging to get right now. So a lot of people are still playing the PlayStation 4. And now that we know Horizons Forbidden West is going to be on the PS4, as is like every other fucking game that they're putting out, like Gran Turismo and like there's no PS5 exclusives right now, which is another conversation for a different podcast episode. But sure. We found out this week that if you buy Forbidden West on the PS4, you cannot upgrade... To the PS5 version Unless you spend $80 So you have to buy that digital deluxe edition To get access to both versions And that's $80 That's correct And that's a digital version That's not even a physical version Now here's Because if you buy that digital copy I'm fairly certain there's like just a download code Here's,
1: here's the note from the official PlayStation blog. For players looking to have access to both the PS4 and PS5 versions of Horizon Forbidden West, please purchase the Digital Deluxe, Collectors, or Regalia Editions. By the way, there's not well too can many we, can editions we of this also game. Mention That's that, another thing. First of all, dual, enti- dual entitlement does not apply to the standard or special editions.
0: That is total total bullshit when Microsoft has completely changed the game in terms of being able to buy a game and have it smart delivered on whichever platform you're playing, whether it's Xbox Series S or X, whether it's Xbox One, or whether it's PC. You buy State of Decay 2, you buy Halo Infinite, you buy Sea of Thieves, you can play it wherever there's an Xbox platform. And I feel like Sony is just shooting themselves in the foot over and over and over again this generation. Like, I haven't quite understood yet what they're trying to do here. And I'm not bashing Sony. I love Sony. I love Microsoft. I love Nintendo. I play my PS5. Still regularly, but to ask somebody to get dual entitlement to either buy a deluxe digital deluxe, which isn't even a physical copy, it's a digital deluxe. I think it's like like I said, I think you get a code or something in it for eighty bucks. The collector's sure. edition is two hundred dollars. The regala edition right. is two sixty. What the fuck, dude? You're telling me you had to spend two hundred dollars to get two copies of this game? Fuck you, Sony. No way. Absolutely not. No. So here's I've got I've got kind of a
1: different view on this, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to. To your point of view as well here in just a minute, but I do not think that buying one version of the game should automatically qualify you for the other version as well. Making both versions of this game does require work for the developers, and I and just because I don't want to say just because. Because let's not say just because because Xbox and Microsoft are doing it where where you can get a copy of Xbox one, it's playable anywhere. I think that that is a big selling point for their system. And I think it's a selling point that Sony has just not decided to make as a part of their system. And I think that that's okay too. I don't think that they are required to do this just because another company is doing this. I think that they're making the decision nope, we're not going to do that. You can pay, you know, the deluxe cost 20 extra dollars, just like Ghost to Tsushima previously. Well, the, right. You're, you're you not can pay that extra 20 dollars. I, okay. And, and I'm, people are saying that. And I don't know if that's true or not. I think if you buy the standard edition, I think. I believe that you will be able to upgrade later to the deluxe just edition. Assuming. I don't. I, that, yeah.
0: I'm assuming they've not explicitly said you and can't. You though. can't. That is a big deal. Like I get I get it, that. Maybe that would be a, that would be a tough. A I tough get pill that to swallow. maybe dual entitlement. Where, like I, I get your side of the argument, too. I really do. But there needs to be an upgrade path at the bare minimum. And I think there will be.
1: They've not said there isn't. Not, they've not said there is. But I think that if you buy the standard edition, there will be a deluxe upgrade for 1999 or some such. Which just, I mean, the extra right, cost of it. Right. That's what they did of it, for right? Steam games, on the PS5, as we just mentioned. Like, yeah, most most games have that. If you buy a game digitally, you can upgrade to the deluxe right. edition or some such. And I think that that's kind of an okay way to go. Here is where my feathers get ruffled. Are you ready for this? Last September, Sony published a blog post. It is still on their blog, and here are the words from Sony's blog, blog blog.playstation.com. Additionally, we know that PS4 that the PS4 community will transition to PS5 at different times, and we're happy to announce PS4 versions of some of our exclusives. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, and Horizon Forbidden West will also launch on PS4. While these three games were designed to take advantage of PS5 and its unique next-gen features like ultra-high-speed SSD and DualSense controller, PS4 owners will also be able to enjoy these experiences when they launch. The PS4 digital versions of launch games include a free upgrade on both PS5 consoles, while the PS4 disc versions of these games include a free upgrade on the PS5 with ultra HD Blu-ray so disc they're going drive. Back on their word. They specifically said that that would yeah. be the case. So that's where I get and and again, they only named these sure. three games. They said Miles Morales, Sackboy Big Adventure, and Forbidden West. Those were the uh, ol- those were the only I don't, I don't- like
0: cross generational games that we knew of at the time. Now we know there's even more. Like Gran Turismo is going to be on PS4 and PS5. Wasn't there something right. else too? Is is God of War on both? I can't remember. It might be. Probably is. Probably I is. have no idea.
1: We'll find out this week probably. But I just. That's where my ruffle, my feathers get ruffled a little bit is, is saying that you'll do it and then going back on your word and saying, nope, never mind, not going to. Uh, I don't think that we are naturally entitled to both editions at one price unless you say we're going to be and then don't give that to us.
0: That feels... Really bad. It's just, uh, man, I, I just don't, I don't get this. Like, I feel like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of compare it to like professional wrestling. You know, we do a, a Blood and Destroyers All Elite Wrestling podcast every Monday. Oh, yeah, I've well, never done Dan it. and I do it. It's a pretty good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like you look at the professional wrestling landscape, AEW is taking advantage of WWE's mistakes, right? Oh, absolutely. Microsoft is now taking advantage of Sony's mistakes. Absolutely, and I think
1: that's wonderful. I think that's totally great. Unfortunately, WWE isn't producing any quality products. While Sony and Microsoft still still is. is, (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a great game all around. By 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 any you know uh, prediction of how this game is going to turn out, we're we're thinking this game is going to be wonderful. Same with God of War. Uh, Sony just makes really really good games. I'm a big fan of all their first party titles. And they've decided not to go that kind of what's Xbox call smart it delivery, smart delivery. Yeah. They've decided not to go the smart delivery route there. It's a bummer. I would I would like if they did, but I understand why they're not. Also, I
0: wonder. If this is going to change before it comes out. Like we... With the backlash that it's getting right now, I wouldn't what, be shocked if it Six months, right? We have four months left to go and then like a month and a half. So yep. like five and a half months until the game comes out. There's been a lot of backlash over the last couple days because of this. And we've seen them kind of like backtrack previously on other things. So I'm wondering... If maybe they will change, like because they've already stated you read the entire thing, like there's contradictions at this point. So maybe, maybe they go back on like, you know, if you buy the PS4 version, you can upgrade to the PS5 for free because it was already specifically stated. But either way, there at least needs to be some sort of upgrade path by the time this game comes out on February 18th. Like
1: yeah. at the least I agree with that as well. I think that there should be, you know, upgrade for fifteen dollars whatever it is. Because if you buy it on the it PS4, is. it's fifty nine
0: ninety nine, right? And then if you buy it on the PS5, it's sixty-nine ninety nine. But the the deluxe version, I believe, is seventy right. nine. So if you buy the PS4 right. version, you should be able to pay twenty dollars to get access to the PS5 version. I yes. think that's reasonable. I think that that's an that's a fair asking
1: price to upgrade your your game to a next gen console and be able to play it again with sure. higher graphic, yeah.
0: graphical fidelity, faster load times. Twenty dollars, you get that version way too. better. but sure. I could see the point. That I could would see be the cool. point of charging twenty dollars yes. for that. I mean, it's the same thing. Nintendo, like, look at Nintendo. How many times have we bought in Link to the Past? How many times have we bought in Super Mario sixty four? Like, they never give games for free ever. Like, even. If they put out Wind Waker HD on the Switch yeah, me tomorrow, too. I would, I would be the same it. thing with Twilight Princess. Like, we've bought these games so many times, and every time they come out, we tend to shell out another $60 because that's what they charge. And they would never, ever, ever, if you owned the Wii U version of Wind Waker HD or Twilight Princess, give you the game on the Switch. They would never do that. But maybe they would give you nah, they probably wouldn't even give it to you for twenty. They would sell it for sixty and say, Fuck you, buy the game. Fifty nine ninety
1: nine. And we cut a couple we cut a couple features yeah. as well. We fucking Losers. took
0: out the the uh, I don't know. What did we do? We took out the uh, we we give took us out the money. ocean in the Wind Waker. You have to walk around now. It's all walking. The ocean dried up. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just It's crazy, right? Like, as we move into the holiday season, as we prepare now, thankfully, for the PlayStation Showcase this week, there needs to be more communication here. There needs to be more transparency here. Like, they need, oh, man, they just need better wording here at this point. Like, (laughs) they got to figure something out because a lot of people are going to be upset. And I think this would be the game that would make like this would cause an, this would be a big deal. Like horizon's a big IP oh, yeah. for Sony and horizon's a big deal for the PS five. So like it, it's a, if I had this game on PS four and I didn't have a PS five yet, this would be a game that I think Frank mentioned it in discord. Maybe not in the public channels. I don't know. Maybe he did. Um, But he stated that he didn't buy miles Morales on the PS four, even though he could have, he chose to wait to play it until he got his PS five. And I get that. I totally right. get that. But I think a lot of people for Horizon Forbidden West, because uh, and I would I I would consider Horizon bigger than Spider-Man in terms of I think it's sold more and it's a much bigger game. So, you know, more expansive. There's more to do. And it's, you know, way, way bigger of an open world than Spider-Man was. So I think this is a bigger deal. And. I think a lot of people, if they don't have a PS5 yet, would say, I don't want to wait to play Forbidden West and would buy it on the PS4. Now, however, that upgrade to the PS5... Would be a super enticing reason to keep trying to get your hands on a PlayStation 5 and then to eventually upgrade your game so that you could play it in, you know, 4K, whatever, or upgraded textures. You know what I mean? Like, the game would look better. And and that would keep you that incentive to tr- keep trying to upgrade your PS4 to the PS5. And then, you, you know, so that would get oh, yeah. Sony an extra $500 and then they would get, you know, an extra 20 bucks for upgrading the game. like. There's a reason for them to try to offer the incentive. So we'll see what they do. I don't know. I, we're probably going to find out on Thursday. Like, with this 40-minute upcoming showcase, I have to assume this is it for them for the rest of the year. Like, this will be our last Sony presentation until probably June, yes. uh, February of 2022. Yeah. Absolutely. And I I really am excited, like you said,
1: that for whatever is going to come out at the end of this what year, can it they be? have what? to have something what up their it sleeve. Be at this point?
0: What, let's speculate. Before Thursday... What the fuck do they have? Because it's not going to be Gran Turismo. It's not going to be anything we know about. It's got to be something smaller. It has to be a smaller game. And unless it's a partnership with somebody that comes out of left field, right? It has to be a smaller game if it's in house. Like the Grand Theft Auto remakes. Do you think Rockstar would actually partner with Sony at this point though? Like I don't know. I have no idea. I don't either. There's a there's there's a part there's there's a time when I think that they would have Right now, with how well Microsoft is doing, I don't know. Like, would you would you restrict what about, those remaster children from the Series X? Like, I don't know that you would. What about that The Last of Us re-remake? Yes, if, oh my God. Can you imagine if that was their holiday? I hope not. I would be upset. I'm not playing that again. Like I would too. I've already played through The Last of Us when it came out on the PlayStation 3. I played through The Last of Us remastered when right. it came out on the PlayStation 4. I'm not going to play through The Last of Us remake when it comes out on the PlayStation 5. Because first of all, that game doesn't need a remake. It doesn't. Yeah. It's perfect. And second of all, don't fucking do that. Like the game just came out on the PlayStation 3. You remastered it on the PS4. You don't need to remake it for the ps5 like it just came out eight years ago on the playstation 3 it came out in 2013 on the ps3 june of 2013 four months or five months before the ps3 came out in november of 2013 and then the remake came or the remastered came out in like april or may of 2014 it's not been that long we don't need a remake of that game they're wasting manpower on that it's stupid it is stupid anyway that's Forbidden West. That's oh, Forbidden whatever. West. Hopefully, 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 they get something going for February. Well, let's wait till this Thursday. See what they get. I, well, well, I guess either way, it doesn't matter to us, right? We're gonna play on the PS5, so we don't really care about the upgrade. But it's for all those people that do. <laughs> We're just gonna play it on the PS5 regardless. But I, course, I yeah. think there's enough people out there that did. Just get yeah, a PS5. Come on, the what idiots. the fuck are you waiting for? The store, the stores to come come on, restock guys. or something? It's easy, we got to wait for one. them stores to restock. Come on, now they're restocked. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Follow Warrior64. <laughs> that's what I did. That's all I got my shit. Uh, just turn those notifications on. can't go wrong. Um, what the fuck was I going to say? I don't even remember. Oh, well. You know what that music means, Kyle. It's time to do a little kickstart my heart before we get on out of here for the week. And I think, didn't Dan share this? I think that's where I saw this at. Because uh, he was talking about a game. I think he put it in the, the general gaming channel. Uh, the Game Boy Advance game. I think it was this one. I hope it was. Might not have been. Uh, But anyway, we got a fun one here. It's an exploration platform game coming to GBA. That's right. Game Boy Advance, Nintendo Switch, and PC. It's called Goodbye Galaxy. This game looks dope. Goodbye Galaxy. This game does look dope. (laughs) Goodbye Galaxy is a brand new exploration-focused adventure platform game in development for the 20-years-old Game Boy Advance. It's kind of like Cave Story or a cuter Metroid. It'll be released on real cartridges as well as digitally for GBA and modern platforms. And I'm assuming that means for like, you know, emulators and stuff. Um, Let's see here. Let's scroll down a bit. Find out some information on this game. There's got to be information on this game. There's the stretch goals. There's the team. Oh, it's in Japanese. Can you read that? Let me see. Hold on. Let me scroll down there. I I was reading. I was on the other page of it. Uh, or is that just this? Is that just the same? That's bit. the same Japanese text as. The, no, I don't think so. I think that there's more information here in Japanese than there is in English. It's a cool rewards Design a friend. Wait, what do you want me to the read? The JP stuff. That's all in Japanese, dude. I can't read that. Keep scrolling down. Under team, there's more information there.
1: Yeah, okay. Goodbye Galaxy uh, Game Game Boy. Unless Ka- it's just saying the same
0: stuff. So like just, This is all this is the same stuff. Yeah, this is all the same But what about saying, what about underneath um, the Game Boy picture because that's not or is that just talking about the demo still?
1: So you can It's it's saying it's yeah, it's saying words I don't know, but I I think it says that you can link up and play two players with the with the the link cable, link cable. Thank you. Just couldn't yeah. think of the name of it because um, it says it in Japanese. Um, yeah, I think it says that you can
0: link up and play huh. two players. Maybe. Here's the unfortunate thing about this Kickstarter campaign: there's not a lot of information here. Like, there's not no, a ton, like no. If you look at the English stuff, like you talk, like, there's gameplay features. You know, there's four bullet points. Explore colorful, tightly packed levels with multiple routes. Meet 50 characters and collect their friendship cards. Traverse the galaxy and hunt down secret areas, and upgrade your blaster with special abilities. Oh, it's abilities. saying if you
1: click this link, then you can play. Oh. If, if you click this link, then you can okay, play the so demo. It, so, it, so it's so it's legitimately just about. about
0: it's the same thing. That's okay. It's just okay. it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. It, it, yeah. it said link, and the, I was thinking like, like I don't know link. this word. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. saying so, link uh, yeah. because they do have a demo currently available that says the demo is Chapter Zero and not planned as part of the main game to avoid spoilers. You can download that demo now. It's kind of cool. But that's, like, all the information that they give on this game. There's some pictures that look really good. This game looks fucking awesome, dude. Like, if you watch the video, this looks like a super charming, incredibly well put together Game Boy Advance game.
1: It honestly looks really And it looks like
0: a game that I would be super interested in playing. I used to love my GBA. I had the SP. I never had the original Game Boy Advance. I always had the GBA SP. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a platforming ex, you know, style game, like all that shit we love and it's doing really well. They were only looking for about 25,000 us dollars and it's already at 185,000 us dollars as a yeah, time of killer. recording still with 22 days to go. Like they, they have crushed their goals. They hit every stretch goal they have, which got us a box GBA cartridge and enhanced port for the PC and switch box switched version co-op missions comic book another exclusive mission they're gonna release the source engine yeah maybe you could use that for your game and uh, box box protectors for uh, all for the GBA physical copies which is kind of neat and there's probably gonna be more stretch goals because they have question marks there um, however, there hasn't been a new stretch goal in fifteen thousand, almost. Looks like they're at one hundred and thirty-three thousand of their own currency. So, yeah, yeah. I think I think that they were not, uh, anticipating, not it anticipating it to go so
1: fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep. But this game looks rad. There's not a lot to talk about, so. This is one of those, you kind of just have to go to kickstarter.com and look it up for yourselves. It's available in multiple different uh, languages, English, Japanese, Spanish, um, shit, probably another one. But the company's based out of London, so they're they're a UK-based company. Um, and then, looks like, to get a copy, the cheapest, $25, gets you $25. The digital pack. You'll be able to get... Yeah, that's not bad. $25 gets you yep. a digital GBA ROM. Or you can do $25 and get a Steam code. Or you could do $25 and get a Nintendo Switch code. Yeah, can, that's yeah, not switch. Much, uh, yeah, a Switch. Yeah, because for $25, you can get a GBA ROM plus the Steam key. And um, I think that's dope. What do you have to pay to get a physical cartridge for the GBA? Here it is, 61. I think 50. $61 ah. US dollars gets you Game Boy Advance Physical Pack. And you'll be able to get the actual cartridge and the case... It's unfortunate they don't give you the ROM too. I'm surprised that they wouldn't give you the ROM as well. Well, see, for fifty, you can get a, a physical version on right. the Switch. I'm surprised they don't give you the ROM for that as well. That's kind of weird. I get charge. I get charging an weird. extra ten though for a GBA physical copy, especially in 2021 when like you know that shit's not readily made anymore. So oh, yeah, it's it's yeah, not going to be easy. <laughs> but this game looks dope. It's something that I absolutely want to play. It looks like they're targeting to have this out sometime by the end of. Next year for the PC and GBA and the Switch port by maybe March 2023, which isn't bad. Right. I mean, I don't think this is an this is this is a new game, right? Yeah. I was going to say this is brand new. Yes. I was making sure this wasn't like something that was previously in development and then got canceled. And other bring Because, you know, that happens all the time, too. So um, I really yeah, love the name. Good out. boy, it's galaxy. Started.com. I think that's awesome. I think it's a I think it's a great game. And you're playing. It's just like dog. That's super cute. And he's in a space helmet and a little space suit. Uh, yeah, a dog in a space. suit. 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 Uh, go check it out, Kickstarter.com The name of this one, Good Boy Galaxy. All right, Kyle. That's gonna bring us to the close of the show for this week, and you, sir, get to play with your PP. Have I already talked about the killers? I don't think so. I don't think I have either. Yeah, I don't think so. I, don't, I hope that doesn't I have. Ring a bell to me, like the killers, as in the killers, like those killers. Yeah, like the, the killers. The ass, what 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 song did they do? Dare dare like That's the band. That band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like yeah. Serial, yeah. Not like serial
1: killers. Not no. serial killers. The killers from Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: What's the name what's the name of that album? They fucking released song? a new
1: album a few weeks ago. The one that I was Which singing. One? I can't
0: think of the name of it. Somebody told Which me. Which one were you singing? Blah, I don't know. Blah you blah, cut blah, out. blah blah blah. It's the song it's... Oh it's uh Yeah, somebody told me that's okay. the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Somebody told me and Mr. Brightside. You know, those was are the no- two big singles off the first album.
0: The Killers. Like I like some of their stuff, but like I don't know that I don't know them that well.
1: Well, they have a new album that came out a few weeks ago called Pressure Machine. And this is a much softer, kind of folkier based album compared to what you might expect from The Killers. And the lead singer, The Killers, uh, branded Flowers, grew up in a small town in Utah or was at least kind of partly raised in a small town in Utah. And this album is kind of a reflection on what life is like in a town like that and before each song if you're listening to the full album before each song there are small snippets of interviews with people that he had that lives in that live in that town and it paints a very very interesting picture of the people in that town and the kind of the lifestyle of a town like that how difficult it must be how nice it is at certain times but how hard it is at certain times as well the name of the album is pressure machine and the first track on the album Is called West Hills, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful song, kind of haunting, but really, really wonderful. I really like a lot of the songs on this on this album. Runaway Horses is another one that features uh, the phenomenal Phoebe Bridgers. But if you want to listen to one song on this album, I think you should go listen
0: to West Hills by The Killers. This episode of the Level Down Games podcast has been brought to you by leveldowngames.com please remember to leave us a rating and a review regardless of where you're listening. If you want more of us, check out youtube.com forward slash level games and make sure you subscribe with notifications on as well as twitch.tv forward slash games again with notifications on. Links to where we can be found on social media as well as to our discord server and all other important information can be found in the show notes for the episode.